I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Keep it simple, stupid, is four words that I would recommend. I think it's just not to overcomplicate it. You know, keep your pitch as simple as possible. Hello and welcome to the Voom podcast from Virgin Media Business. I'm Nikki Beatty and we've been talking about it all series. The Voom competition has come to an exciting climax this week as Richard Branson and his panel of judges crowned the lucky winners in this year's Voom final. From the first round, where thousands of businesses from across the UK and Ireland entered, over 200,000 votes were cast in a public vote before the top 80 companies were selected to go through to the semi-final in Manchester. From there, they pitched to judges before they were whittled down to the final six, split into two categories, spark and start-up and scale and grow, depending on the stage of their development. Those six travelled to London to pitch in front of a live audience and a panel including Richard Reed, founder of Innocent Drinks, serial entrepreneur and TV presenter Sophie Morgan, the apprentice, finalist and founder of Tropic Skincare, Susie Ma, Virgin Media Business's MD, Peter Kelly, and of course, Virgin founder, Richard Branson. Today on the podcast, we're going to be hearing some of the highlights from that event. We'll be listening back to the pitches themselves and we'll take reaction from the judges and winners. But before that... I want to start today with a few words from someone who's no stranger to this experience. He was the winner of the Voom startup category back in 2016 with an innovative company that turns plastic waste into road surfaces. It's Toby McCartney, founder of McReba. Hi, I'm Toby. I'm the CEO for McReba, the plastic road company. So we are the Voom winners in 2016. And I remember back to that final back to the pitch and I was so nervous I've, I I don't think I've ever been as nervous as I was in that moment but I what I was able to do and what I'd advise those that are going through for this competition to do is as best you can this is going to sound strange but when I look back at the videos I was breathing from very high up in my chest a fight or flight sort of situation one of the pieces of advice I would give is just breathe really low Try and push your breathing right down into the bottom of your belly. Do what Heat Magazine says you should never do and stick your belly out as you breathe in and out. That would be the first thing because I think that would relax those that are going through for the pitch. The second thing, and again, this is going to sound quite strange, is um, I would hold on to something. It's the weirdest thing. When you get up there and you start pitching, you lose the ability to know what to do with your arms. And that sounds bizarre. But I just thought, I don't know, I, sh- I know I shouldn't put them in my pockets, but uh, what do I do with them? So I always held on to my little puck, it was called, which was a little piece of road. But hold on to something like a product or something like that. And as best you can, try and stand still. Uh, when I watched back at my initial pitches, I was pacing up and down. And the final there, they gave us a, a little spotlight to stand in. 
And that felt a little bit awkward, to be honest. So I would practice it beforehand. What's great now, whenever I'm doing a pitch, is I set up my phone and um, I film myself before I go in. I pitch to the phone and I make sure that I'm stood on a little spot because I think if you're sort of pacing and moving around, I think it detracts from the message that you're looking to give. The other uh, piece of advice that I would offer is always try and add in stories. You're not running a PowerPoint presentation. The more personal stories that you've got that you can add in, I think the better for people, to be honest. Thank you, Toby. Some good tips there and a focus on channeling your inner zen when under pressure. Toby's business, Magriba, has gone on to great success, winning contracts all over the world since taking advantage of his Voom publicity and prize winnings. He spoke about this on one of our previous episodes, our Disruptive Products podcast in April. So do go back and take a listen if you want to find more about what he does. And Toby was also one of the judges this year in the semi-final rounds. But now let's turn our attention to the final. Before we begin with the pitches, let's hear a few words from the judges who were joined on stage by presenter Alex Jones. Just to get a sense then, Richard, about you know why we're all here this morning. I mean, this is the end of a long competition. I mean, 4,000 finalists whittled down to six. What do you make of this year so far then? Well, I think Boom's been going for about seven years now. I think it's encouraged literally thousands and thousands of people to go into an entrepreneurial career. I think for everybody in Great Britain, we need more and more entrepreneurs because they're forever trying to come up with ways of improving people's lives. And I think that you know this year's... Um, well, I haven't actually been allowed to see the entries yet, so I can't actually comment on them, but I'm told that... Um, We've got an incredible group of entrepreneurs. Yeah, well, they're all waiting nervously backstage to do their pitches. It's such a big deal, Susie, isn't it? And I mean, after your experience on The Apprentice, you'll understand, I guess, how they feel in this morning. Is this bringing back memories for you? Um, in a way, yeah, because um, I can imagine how they're all feeling right now. Incredibly nervous, incredibly excited, you know, because their lives could change today. Yeah. And Sophie, I mean, used to being in front of the camera as, as a television host. But I mean, even I feel I, I feel sick for them. I do. <laughs> I mean, I hope they can't hear me. But, you know, I do feel I feel their nerves. And I'm sure as family and, and friends as well, you know, there's a lot riding on it. I mean, there's a huge amount riding on it. How do you think they're going to cope, Sophie, you know, under pressure? They stand in there in front of you guys. It's a big deal, isn't it? So much is riding on today. But it's, it's important, isn't it, to put yourself out there, challenge yourself and say, right, if I can do this, I can do anything. So I hope they're excited as much as they are nervous. Yeah, and Richard, I mean, you're the dream to them. How did you go from employment to entrepreneurship? I mean, how did you make that leap then? Richard Reed. Uh, uh, look, I'm not being funny, but I, I'm not the dream Richard on this. <laughs> there's, you're there's, all <laughs> dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I, my first job was working in a dog biscuit factory in Huddersfield, and it paid £2 an hour. And when I turned up for the first day at work, they told me my job was to get down on my hands and knees and pick up dog biscuits up, that had fallen off the conveyor belt. Right. And so I was down on my hands and knees picking up dog biscuits. Glamorous. And I thought to myself, there's probably a better way to make a living <laughs> than this, but... I wanted to do a good job, so I went to the foreman of the factory and said, if you've got a brush I could borrow, if there's a brush, I could do a good job. And he just looked me in the eyes and said, son you are the brush. 
so that's when I thought, sod this, and left, and that's when I became an entrepreneur. Well, I mean, if, yeah. <laughs> If anything was going to give you the kick of the backside you needed, it was probably going to be that, wasn't it? It worked, yeah. And it worked a treat. <laughs> and then Peter. I mean, you're kind of, you know, heads of the competition. And we, we were saying that the point of it is to voom these businesses. From your perspective, what does the term voom mean? It can mean many, many different things. It, it is about the spark of an idea. It, it, it is about having the courage and the bravery to kind of back yourself. Um, but, but it is about then kind of building out a, a kind of network of support contacts and, and then ultimately accelerating a pace. And, and the companies that have come through the competition, you know, hundreds and hundreds of entrants have gone on to watch their businesses grow massively, you know, driving revenue, driving profits, employing people. And as, and as Richard said, a, a massive contribution to UK GDP. Even those that just entered the competition have had benefits so far mm. in terms of crowdfunding and their PR. Those that made the semi-finals, the top 80, there are some amazing businesses that are not here today that will go on and do great things. And to all six finalists, whether they win the top prize or they don't, I, I promise you, based on last year's experience, they'll all go on to boom. Brilliant. I mean, it is, it is a game changer, isn't it, for them this morning, all of the six. They've got two minutes to, to pitch to you guys, which is an incredibly short amount of time, really. I mean, what would be your tips at this point? I mean, how do they manage the situation? How do they make the most of the opportunity? Yeah, it's, it, we, we talk about this as, as judges, and, and Rich has been on the journey uh, from the very start. And because uh, you've got the idea and you've got the individual, mm. and, and of course you're trying to assess both of them. My tip is very much the ideas are all brilliant ideas, and hopefully they can communicate that. But it is very much about the individual. Do they have mm. the passion and the drive? Do you back that individual to bring their, their business idea to life? Right, the bit we've been waiting for. Let's hear some pitches and begin with the spark and startup category. In this round, we have three entrants with a couple of minutes each to wow the judges before a few quick questions. The companies are Castify, the easiest way to cast actors. Junior Einsteins, nourishing a love of science. And Gobbler Boats, clearing our oceans of pollution. I don't want to tell you too much about them before we start, so let's head straight back to the stage and dive in with the first pitch. We start with Maxim Kai from Castify. He's ready, as he said, he's excited. Let's meet Max then. Come on up, Max. Uh, right. Feeling pumped? Let's do this. Yeah, no time like the present. You've got two minutes, OK? I'm going to move back over here. Good luck, Max. We're all on side with you. We all want this to go really brilliantly for you, OK? <laughs> so your two minutes starts now. In the age of Netflix and Amazon Prime, we have an insatiable appetite for TV series and films. And more things than ever right now are being cast. Because of this increased demand, casting directors are shifting away from conventional casting methods whereby actors go in-house to audition to self-taping. Self-taping is where you film yourself auditioning and then sending that video to a casting director via email. Using Castify, 
actors can get their auditions to casting directors in seconds. But it wasn't always that way. Last year, my business partner and girlfriend, Sophie, who's an actor, had a massive difficulty and massive kind of issue uploading and sending self-tapes. And that was the birth of Castify. Can you imagine, in an industry as big as this, the best solution to getting a self-tape to a casting director was via an email link. It led to flooded inboxes, hundreds of links, and hours of time wasted. That's when we decided we were going to do something about it. Castify is a platform that helps actors, that helps casting directors easily receive, manage, and organize self-tape auditions. It means uh, that's easy, easy manage self-tape auditions. We want to, well, we've got massive plans for Castify, in fact. We want to broaden the exposure for UK actors, encourage diversity, and drive inclusion. Castify doesn't stop at acting. It's massively scalable. There are no limits to it. Castify will be the future of casting. Thank you. Impressive stuff there from Max of Castify. Some nerves and stumbles, but a really clear idea, and it sounds like it would be great for the acting world. Now, on to our next picture. They are called Gobbler Boats. I'm intrigued. Right, well, please welcome Paul from Gobbler Boats. Hello, Alex. Hello, how are you? Fine, thank you. Good, good, good. Paul, we heard you say there in, in, in the VT we just saw that, you know, all the pressure, I mean, they sit in there. It's all on you, Paul, isn't it? It is. Are you feeling all right? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you, yeah. yeah. I think you're going to enjoy this. Okay, great. And well, you... we look forward to it. We look <laughs> thank forward you. to it. You've got two minutes, Paul, in your own time. Thank you very much. Okay, here we go. Gobbler boats were developed especially to tackle the major problems of pollution in the world today. They're small, they're high-tech... They're manoeuvrable and they're, they're multitasking. They're also Lloyd certified to be able to go out into the ocean to, to operate on ships or whatever. But more to the point, they can pick up this single little boat, which you probably won't believe this, 1,000 tonnes of oil in 24 hours. Now we move on to our next little task, which are called... We call them govercraft, actually hovercraft. They've been designed to deal with riverbanks, land, and they can spread absorbent materials, and one of the models will pick up plastics from the water, uh, from the sea, from, from beaches, and on land. Now, this is where I'm going to show you the bit that will blow your mind. Here we have a bottle of water, OK? You can drink it. What we have here is a bottle of oil, which you can't drink, but some people have to because it's in their water. So what I'm going to do is put this oil in there like that. <laughs> you can see it's in there. Didn't spill too much. And what we're going to do now is put this is our patented absorbent material. It's called GoSorb, what you saw on the hovercraft there. We put that in there. Make a bit of a mess, I'm sorry about this. Like that. Probably about that much would do it. And what we do is shake it all up, like this. And this is a good bit. Within about 30 seconds, that has got every drop of oil out of that water. The water's pristine, and you can drink it. <laughs> you can get... I will if you take a spoon and take it out of there. But 
But this is, this is where we are today. We can actually separate that oil off, we can compress the stuff and get the oil back. The residue is biomass. It can be used for power stations or domestic cooking. We're about to move into Nigeria and we're going to use this there. Their rivers are ravaged, the, the vegetation is, is all over the place. We can actually bring that back, bring their farming quality back from polluted land in six to eight weeks. Now, if you've been down there as I have, you'll see that people have, oh, <laughs> didn't quite make it, but never mind. I'm going to put the top on. Whoa, brilliant ideas there from Paul Jauncey at Gobbler Boats. I think we can all get behind a company that wants to help clear the oceans of plastic pollution, oil spills, and I love that name too. Let's move on to our third and final pitch in the Spark and Startup category. They're called Junior Einsteins. Let's hand over to Tracy Jane Cassidy to pitch. Are you okay? The fact that you're even here with three small children is a miracle. So you've done incredibly well, I think, already. So you've two minutes, Tracy. We'll start now. Good luck. Thank you. Hello, judges. Thank you for having me here today. Um, I'm Tracy. I'm the founder of Junior Einstein's Science Club. Everything we do at Junior Einstein's, we believe in nourishing children's natural wonderment, children's natural creativity, um, and we do this with a lot of energy um, through hands-on, interactive, fun science. Uh, we do this through science birthday parties, science after-school clubs. What we're doing is we have taken the experience of fun science and brought it into schools, into people's homes, um, and we're, we're very happy with how we do it. It's going well. Um, we're teaching children how to make mistakes, um, how to cope in an ever-changing world. We'd like them to think how to think, not what to think. So I am a scientist, and I was extremely frustrated um, that my own three ch children weren't doing enough um, hands-on fun science, making mistakes and learning from that. Um, I have an amazing team back in Dublin. Uh, my operations manager, Annika, is fantastic at taking care of the day-to-day -day operations. And I'm maybe more scientific and also the creative side. Um, we really love what we do. We are at the point now where we're proven business model. We're very successful. It's a well-recognized brand. We're ready to franchise um, outside of Ireland as well as domestically. Uh, we have built an incredible website, which is going to be ready at the end of June, which will be, it's built specifically for franchising, which I've been thinking about from day one. Um, and we have everything in place, our operations manual and everything ready to go. And we're thinking strongly about making sure we keep the quality it's a beautiful brand, and it can be quite diverse. Um, it, it is at the moment in Junior Einstein Science Club, but we certainly can bring this brand into other areas. And it, it's the beauty of the brand and the name itself that works so well and has brought us to where we are today. Junior Einsteins, what a lovely concept, getting children into STEM subjects through hands-on interactive experiments and amazing science events. That was a very strong pitch there to round off the spark and startup category. Who do you think will win? Well, you'll have to wait. We'll be finding out shortly.
Before we move on to the next category, I want to take the opportunity to announce the winners of some of the Voom Partner Awards. Last week, we heard from Mark Brandt, MD of PayPal in the UK, and he mentioned PayPal's International Award. That went to Milky Teas. They were represented by Lauren Hampshire. Milky Teas are a unique breastfeeding T-shirt with hidden zips at each side to help mums breastfeed easily, discreetly and stylishly. The Virgin Unite Impact Award went to Organic Blooms, represented by Joanna Wright. The G Award by Grant Thornton went to Gautier van Molderen. His company is Perlego. And the Crowdfunder Award went to Hookpad, and Becky Ingham represented them. On top of our Voom Award categories you already know about, this year, Sir Mo Farah, the UK's most successful distance runner, presented a special Voom Award for Going the Extra Mile. And the Going the Extra Mile Award went to Heroes for Hire. They were represented by Nigel Blanchard, and they're a company who only employ veterans as handymen. Over to Mo. What he's doing in terms of work seems incredible. He's going above and beyond. Definitely deserved that award. Uh, been so sort of outstanding. Um, gone that extra mile. I launched Heroes for Hire Handymen last uh, April. I've got 46 veterans now working for me full time. For me, it's all about you know one more mile, go the extra mile. What, what you put into what you get out. Keep grafting. And obviously, when you're in the forces, sport is a very important part. Of, of, of your life. So uh, when the guys come out and the girls, you know, looking up to someone to, to mow, uh, being part of this is just fantastic for us. This award is going to really transform my business, uh, more importantly to help more veterans. Because I don't just take the veterans who uh, have gone on good times, but I, I take veterans on who have fallen on really bad times. So, you know, we recruit, train uh, and employ them. And it's being able to give them people a chance and I think what he's doing is great. If everybody did that, the world would be in a better place. Thank you to Mo Farah and congratulations to all of the special award winners. And if you want to find out more, just head to virginmediabusiness.co.uk slash voom. You're listening to the Voom podcast. Let's get back to the Voom stage for the second part of the final. This time, it's the scale and grow category. Again, three businesses with two minutes each. Waiting in the wings, we have Reduce, beautiful juices from ugly fruit and veg. Action Pets, where dogs' dreams come true. And Therapy Box, detecting and supporting communication disability. Let's get going. Do I start now? All right. Food, food waste isn't the too big, the too small, loose, unsymmetrical, or just plain fugly. It is anything that is edible that goes to waste. Most of the time, it's actually perfectly normal, butyl fruit and veg. Um, Reduce is a social enterprise that makes cold press juice out of food surplus. We've saved almost 300 tonnes from going to waste already, making 600,000 bottles of juice. We sell 10,000 a month across the UK, and we'd like to sell more. Um, so the biggest problem we had was production. Nobody else would produce this type of produce. We had to get into facilities and make our own ourselves. I had a background as a chef, which made it easier. We've got a massive growth potential. Um, we're vertically integrated, and we've got a double-ended model. So we, as well as providing juices for um, customers, we also provide a service for the suppliers and save them lots of money on landfill. Um, so it costs 220, ton, 220 pounds per tonne to, just for the tax to go into landfill. So we're already saving them that. Um, we're only taking 10% from one of our biggest suppliers at the moment, 
And with this help, we could scale and grow and take all of that and produce 400,000 bottles a month just from that one site in Kent. We need massive help in sales and marketing also. And we've got really good brand um, loyalty locally, but we want to expand nationally. Uh, we also want to diversify our product into different range across juices, smoothies, um, still and carbonated drinks. We, uh, we need money to do this. We also want to go into different forms of packaging from reusable PLA compostable pouches to reusable bags and boxes for the home delivery system. This is a win-win-win opportunity. It saves environmental damages from landfill, it creates jobs, and it creates a brand new product that's made out of something that was otherwise discarded. I'm not going to stand in front of you like some massive hippie and say I'm going to save the world, but if you give me this opportunity, I can eradicate food waste in the UK. We've been putting every penny back into this, and with your help, we are ready to boom. Thank you. A juicy pitch from Tom Fletcher, but was it enough to wow the judges? We'll see. Next up, it's Action Pets with a Z. Over to Shelley Redding to pitch. Two minutes on the clock. So again, hi judges, my name's Shelley and I'm the MD and founder of Action Pets. So with around 9 million dogs in the UK, there's around 24% of our population are actually dog owners. The pet population is exploding, although simultaneously our rescue centres are absolutely packed to bursting with unwanted, abandoned, lost and stolen dogs. And sadly, around one dog an hour is euthanized in the UK, and we believe this is preventable. Many of the reasons these dogs are in rescue centers is because they're under-trained, under-exercised, and they become dangerous and unmanageable, and often the dogs are dumped. What's compounding this is councils are now closing off many parks and beaches and restricting areas which dogs can, can actually go off lead, making the whole thing worse. So that is where Action Pets comes in. So Action Pets is the UK's first multi-award winning, growing franchise of indoor and outdoor dog parks. I founded Action Pets, as you heard on the video, after my own dog Rocco was stolen. We've done really well to date. We've got two operational centers. We've got six franchises in the pipeline. We've got hundreds of expressions of interest in our franchise model. We've turned over around one million pound in revenue to date. We've got five-star reviews across our social media pages, and we've got over 10,000 registered users of our centres. We offer various allied revenue-generating services, such as daycare, grooming, boarding, vet services, training, and, of course, on-site cafes and pet stores. So the next phase in our journey is to upscale across the UK and internationally, remain the market leader in this highly lucrative industry, grow to become a well-known and trusted global brand and set up an Action Pets in every town and set city. So please, we're really ambitious. Make us your winners. We've got an incredible team. We're really determined. We know we can do this. Thank you. And the last business to take to the stage, they're called Therapy Box, and pitching is Rebecca Bright. I'm Rebecca Bright, MBE, co-founder of Therapy Box. We've got a track record in delivering linguistic solutions for healthcare and education. We've done quite well to date. We've had 200,000 downloads of our apps. They're in 35 countries, 11 languages. And we've saved the NHS six million pounds to date. We've got inroads to customers in the NHS, the education system in the US, and all of the major insurers in Europe. 
We're looking to solve a new problem. It, uh, the problem is that children have a, a, a difficulty called developmental language disorder. This can affect two children in every classroom, but it's pretty much a hidden disability. The impact of not getting the right support you need can have lifelong impact. Poorer school attainment, in your 30s you're twice as likely to be unemployed and more likely to go to jail. But if you get the right support that you need early on, you can get the, the help to recognise what you're good at and the support to manage what you're not so good at so that you can, you can reach your potential. Our app, uh, Atlas, uses artificial intelligence using acoustic and linguistic data to determine whether children at five are at risk of developmental language disorder. We then triage them to the support that they need. This is really scalable and this is why we're here. We're wanting this to be a platform that serves the population. So we're looking at all the five-year-olds in the UK, in Europe and the US, and we want to sell our platform to health services, to Virgin Healthcare, and we're wanting to sell it to governments who need to know where these children are, get them the support they need, because there's going to be a socio-economic benefit for them. Every one pound spent on their therapy is a six pound 43 return on investment for them in lifetime earnings. This makes sense, and this is why we're so passionate about it. Thank you. Another stunning pitch there and purposeful business and people doing good is again a really, really strong theme this year. Well done to everybody, but now it's time to reveal the winners. So let's head back to the judges for deliberations. So here we are then. It's time to reveal our two winners in both categories. Uh, Peter, I believe the onus is on you to deliver the good news. Well, I'm going to tee up the, the good news around the deliberations that, that we had mm -hmm. uh, and then actually um, Sir Richard Branson is actually going to give you the name of the winner in each category. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was tough and we only had 10 minutes as you know. All six pitches were amazing. We went through Spark and Start and, and there were people speaking for all three companies so this was not a, not, not, not a slam dunk. Um, you know really all businesses that have got great ability to scale you know, the ideas there, the passions there, you know, people thinking not only about the UK, but, 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 but international. Great ideas, obviously, you recall, Castify, Gobbler Boats, and Junior Einstein's three fantastic pitches. It was tough in there, lots of people having a view. Um, but Richard, um, I'm gonna leave it to you to say, you know, what, what, what caught your imagination and, and why in the end did we come up with the, the, the announced winner? Well, first of all, uh, Max, I thought your presentation was great and um, love what you're doing. And it feels like a niche, which is, which is a great way of starting. And I think it, it sounds like the kind of business that you could stretch to helping lots of other sectors. And so I wish you all the best with that. Uh, Paul, I hope um, you do come and see us on Necker Island the next time you're on a boat traveling in the Caribbean. You know, what you're doing is absolutely remarkable. It reminds me of when I was... Um, very young. Um, I went to IPC magazines. They were interested in buying the student magazine that I had. I was having lunch with them 
and I started telling them all the other things I was going to do. I was going to have an airline, so I was going to have uh, hotels, so I was going to have spaceships and so on. And by the end of the lunch, they thought, you know, right, this man's mad, and they just um, sent, me, <laughs> sent me on my way. And about 10 years later, I got a lovely letter from a lady from, called Patricia Lamburn saying, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, we made a mistake. <laughs> uh, um, and, you, you know, it, it's just so difficult in two minutes to work out your patents or, your, you know, whether or not your product, you know, is going to do any environmental damage. I mean, there's just so many questions we'd love to ask, and we'd love to follow up and try to, uh, to, to learn more. Um, but in the end, <laughs> we, um, let me make sure I don't make a mistake here, um, we, we went for young Einsteins and, uh, to, and, and Tracy J. Um, The winner of um, Spark and Startup, Young Einsteins. Brilliant brand, brilliant idea. We're just really excited for you. Well done. So the second category, scale and grow. These are businesses, as you understand, are already up and running. They've got some revenue. They've got a team. And boy, did they show us what they're doing through the first phase of, of what they've done. Again, they had the Spark many years ago and they've brought it to life, and they have real businesses generating real wealth and real employment, and, and three fantastic businesses with Reduce, obviously Action Pets, and Therapy Box, and um, oh my goodness, this was, I'm going to say, was even harder than the first category. We're not to say we fell out, but we had lots of different views, <laughs> e even in terms of how this particular phase of the awards were going to go. So I'm going to pass over now to give Richard's perspective, and I have no idea where he's going to go, but um, <laughs> it's that close. Richard, over to you. Okay, so, um, so Shelley, we're dog lovers in our family, and we think what you're doing is fantastic. I think our, our only question, we'd love you to prove us wrong, is whether you could actually scale it up on a sort of na nationwide Basis. I mean, the worry would be that you know others will steal your idea, and you just need to you know it's great if you can do it a number in your area, but scaling it up um, could, could be tough. But um, we love what you're doing anyway, and congratulations for, for being here. Um, on the other two, we were really divided, and the two Richards here wanted to declare a joint winner. Um, we were told by the authority uh, <laughs> that we weren't allowed to do it. So, so yeah. since we have to choose just one winner, it's not nothing uh, against this winner. <laughs> um, anyway, Rebecca, would you like to come up from Therapy Box? <laughs> A huge congratulations to Spark and Startup winners Junior Einsteins, pitched by Tracy Jane Cassidy, inspiring a love of science and learning in naturally curious children through hands-on interactive experiments at amazing science events. And the Scale and Grow winners, Therapy Box, pitched by Rebecca Bright. They use machine learning to diagnose, treat and support people with hidden communication disabilities. They'll be sharing £1 million worth of prizes and business support, opportunities and mentorship from within the Virgin family. And how wonderful to have two women-led companies taking the trophy. Joining me by phone right now is Tracy Jane Cassidy from Junior Einsteins, who's still taking in the news, having only recently left the stage. Well, firstly, congratulations. 
Thank you so much. It's absolutely wonderful here and thank you for calling. So what does this mean to you, Tracy Jane? This means everything to me. It means everything to the business and it is an incredible, incredible way of promoting the business and riding this incredible Zoom wave, which is so energetic and so fun in every way. And it's really going to to bring the business to the forefront of where I would like it to be. Just to go back for a moment, tell me a little bit about the pitching. Was it totally nerve-wracking? Were you shaking at the knees? Describe it for us. It is a very nerve-wracking experience, I have to admit. But I became eerily calm. I think... When you're going to something like this, pitching for your business, which is your baby, really, you have all the preparation is beforehand. And the moment you get up on a stage is almost a sigh of relief because you're there to speak about your business and you know your business better than anyone else. So it was an eerie calmness that came over me. Um, and then the shaking started again once I won. <laughs> uh-huh. And what about the questions from the judges? Did anything phase you? Was anything tricky? No, I have to say that everything in terms of the questions was so positive, so supportive, so useful. Because, you know, obviously when Sir Richard asked me a specific question, he had a very good point. But I was able to um, it, it, think about it and give him a really good and reasonable answer. What did he um, ask it, you? He just asked uh, quite specifically about some of the classes that we offer and what if schools just decided to bring science in full force, would it mean my business was, was defunct? And of course not, because that's an opportunity for us because we go into schools anyway during school time doing fun science experiments. And we also offer a huge amount of other experiences for children in STEM um, from the birthday parties to the science camps to the after-school clubs to the school shows. Um, so our business will always be relevant as long as children love science. And Tracy Jane, what do you think the Voom Prize is going to help you do? Well, it's going to help me get my business to where I want it to be, which is a globally dominant brand. And it's going to allow me to bring the business to dominance much faster and much speedier than I would have otherwise been able to do. So how are you going to use it? Are there any specifics you have in mind? Well, specifically the support I'm getting here today um, and all of the mentoring and all of the people at Virgin Media Business who have been incredible to me from the very beginning, um, that's invaluable. I mean, that is golden to have their thoughts and their everything they can give me about their expertise. Um, financially, Obviously, it means we can specifically make everything a little higher quality um, and get things out to market much faster. Well, we wish you all the very, very best. You said you were, you know, there was a wave of Voom energy. You're probably the wave, not just riding it. And I look forward to having you in the podcast studio. I've just been given a gin and tonic, so... It's officially celebration time. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Cheers Thank to you. you. so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Well done again to Tracy Jane Cassidy and to Rebecca Bright. If you want to find out more about their businesses and watch further interviews with them and the judges, you can find everything over at virginmediabusiness.co.uk slash boom. And let us know what you thought. Did you think the right companies took the prizes? Get in touch at VM Business on Twitter and use the hashtag Voom. 
All that's left to say is commiserations to Castify, Reduce, Gobbler Boats and Action Pets. But fingers crossed they'll also feel the benefit of the boom exposure and all of the hard work they put into publicising their ideas during the public vote. Thank you to the Voom judges, Susie Marr of Tropic Skincare, Richard Reed from Innocent Drinks, Sophie Morgan, entrepreneur and presenter, Peter Kelly from Virgin Media Business, our Virgin founder, Richard Branson, and of course, Alex Jones, who presented at the event. And to you, our podcast listeners, if you want to hear more business stories, go back and check out the rest of this podcast series. But until Voom returns, from me, Nikki Bady, thank you for listening and goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.